Ladies and gentlemen, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. If you thought that was a beating, wait till November 3rd when Donald Trump gets his hands on Sleepy Joe. All right, here we are. The night of the big debate. This is the John Smith Show. And uh, we're live right here on the Say What You Will radio YouTube channel. Hey, listen, if you want to call in and you want to talk about the debate, that would be great because I'll be honest with you. I don't have a whole lot of uh, material planned when I... uh, I got sucked into the debate, and I feel like I, to be honest with you, wasted about two hours of my life that I'll never be able to get back. But if you want to be on the show, the number is 602-475-2000. I would highly encourage you to call in or use the live chat. Let's talk about the debate. Who won? Who didn't win? Did anybody win? Did the American people win? That's the question. After all, that's what the debates are supposed to be about. They're supposed to be about the American people. And But I got a question, though. Did anybody watch this debate and have their minds changed? Did you go in a Biden supporter and leave a Trump supporter? Did you go in a Trump supporter and leave a Biden supporter? Did you go in a CNN fan and leave a Fox fan? And vice versa. I got my opinions about the whole thing. And I was tweeting throughout the show, so I I guess I could open up my Twitter. Let's talk about uh, those who make the show possible real quick. Uh, First of all, we've got our good friends at Good Talk Radio. Check out goodtalkradio.com. There's some great talk shows on there, including the great Tom Gully. That's right. He's on the show. I think he's on every every night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And then we've got Hardyware, our friends over at Hardyware. And uh, Dave Hardy's a friend of mine. So if you need any type of T-shirts made, uh, if you need a logo, if you need any type of graphic artwork. Dave Hardy is the best in the business. He'll get it done for you. Check out hardyware.com. Fast Concepts, they just got, uh, they just created their brand new website. So if you live in Arizona and you want to take some tactical gun courses, or if you just need your CCW, so you don't have to go through the hassles that not having a CCW creates, uh, give Pete a call over at fastconceptsllc.com. Check them out. You can also find their information on Facebook. We'll talk about Ranger Rob poopy bags in just a bit. And we'll also talk about Gray Feather Farm and their all-natural skincare products in our second break. Uh, So anyway, as I was talking about at the opening of the show, the um, debate was tonight. Don't know if it was much of a debate, more than it was just kind of um, uh, a flex of the muscles on both parts. I think uh, the moderator did a terrible job. I think Chris Wallace was a complete failure during this debate. I think he came across clearly uh, bias, and we knew that going in, though, let's be honest. Uh, anybody that watches Fox News Sunday and in, in, uh you know, knows Chris Wallace, knows that he is rather biased. He's he's an anti-Trumper uh, at heart. You know that to be true. And uh, so it kind of came across tonight. I think, um, I think Trump went in kind of, uh, he wanted to steal the show. He wanted to uh, cram his points in. He had a few talking points uh, that were prepared ahead of time, but I don't think he was fully prepared for this debate. Sadly, I think he could have done a better job uh, preparing for this debate. I think Biden was very well rehearsed. I think everything he said was prepared ahead of time. And I mean, that's typical 
in this situation because you do have a sitting president who has more responsibility on his plate than uh, anyone could imagine. And uh, he's living the role of president. So he knows everything that's going on and then some. Biden, he doesn't. Biden is kind of a washed up politician. He's been in government for 47 years. He really has nothing uh, major as far as accomplishments uh, are concerned. No one looks at Biden and says, Biden was the architect of such and such legislation. It's just, he's just kind of a paperweight. He never really did anything, uh, you know, of any substance. So he had to come out with some sharp, um, you know, uh, planned things to say. And some of them fell flat. He got, he got confused a couple times and started stuttering. You know, it's typical of Joe. One thing though, that, uh, I have to admit, you know, um, is that he didn't come across, um, very confused as many people thought he would or said he would have predicted he would. He really didn't. He came across, um, I don't know, he, he seemed like he was somewhat with it, so to speak. But, um, yeah, that's my big, uh, those are my big takeaways. I think Chris Wallace failed miserably. I think he should have let uh, them talk a little bit more, argue things out. You can't constantly stop the president of the United States. Oh, and a couple of things that Biden did do. One, he told the president of the United States to shut up. Not very uh, presidential, Joe. You know, the left is always saying how unpresidential Trump is and how, you know, they're just better at being presidential. Uh, when you call the president a clown multiple times and you tell him to shut up, I get it. It energizes the left wing out there and they, you know, they laugh and chuckle and they think, you know, oh, you know, you know, Biden is, is the man. He's willing to stand up and call the, the clown a clown. Uh, but in reality, you know, it's a bit hypocritical when they're always blasting Trump for not being professional. So that may go down. Um, in history as a first for sure. I was kind of, uh, kind of embarrassed by that. Uh, I do think that Trump uh, was interruptive. I think he could have held back a little bit. And, uh, but, and let, um, because, you know, the more you let Biden speak, the more likely he is uh, to start stumbling over his words and get confused and start babbling. I mean, at one point he said uh, he was listing off points. He said, first, you know, the first point is this, and he listed a point. And then he said in two, in three, and Trump caught him. He's like, uh, you're still on two. So if, you know, Trump's got to let him speak a little bit and kind of make him, you know, give him a chance to let him kind of make a fool out of himself. But uh, I don't know. I'm curious to to see what you guys think. There's a couple people watching uh, right now. If uh, you know, if you want to chat in the uh, instant chat or even call in and let me know what you think if you watched it. Uh, let's see. Let me uh, check my tweets to kind of trigger my memory. Um, I did kind of. I came up with a name between uh, Wallace and Biden, obviously, Wall Leiden. And uh, Wall Leiden was doing a good job debating Trump. It was definitely a two against one. And uh, Wall Leiden was, uh, you know, doing everything they could to, to shout him down. Uh, Biden was talking about the fact that how mail-in voting is... Uh, not corrupt. And we all know that right now there's an investigation in Minneapolis because Elon Omar is being investigated, or at least uh, some of her thugs on her campaign are going to be investigated uh, because we all saw the Project Veritas videos. We know that there are people that are working for Elon Omar that are going into um, like apartment buildings where there's a lot of older people 
They aggressively knock on the door. They ask them if they received their mail-in ballot. And when they're told yes, then they strong arm the old people and take the ballots. And then they take them back, back to some undisclosed room and fill them out. Democrats across the board. So that we know that that's corruption. We know that's happening all across America. We just haven't caught everybody yet, but we know it's happening. And uh, this will be the biggest sham election of our lifetime. So if you are, uh, you know, a, a Trump supporter, you've got to go out and get, you know, get, make sure you're registered to vote and go vote. Go to the polls and vote. Do not sit back thinking that Trump's got this and, you know, that he's got it made and he's going to win easily. It's not going to happen. You've got to get out and you've got to vote. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Joe, don't, you know, let's not buy into this lie that the mail-in ballot is a good thing. It's not. Not when you just just uh, send out millions and millions of ballots out in the mail. It's outrageous. And then not count them until 14 days after the election, which Michigan has already stated they're going to do. Now, they said, oh, but we're not going to count anything unless it's uh, postmarked uh, on the 2nd of September. Well, how do I know? If you're counting a ballot 14 days after election, how do I know the postmark is the second? How does anybody know? Give me a break. It's totally corrupt. Uh, Joe kept talking about how the government, how his government has, has actually uh, created millions and millions of jobs and how the, the Biden Green New Deal plan, he, he kept calling it the Biden plan. He, he didn't want to be associated with AOC's Green New Deal. Uh, so he may have um, upset a couple of the hardcore left there, the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the Marxists that are pushing that Green New Deal. But who are they? What's their choice? They're still going to vote for Biden, right? They're, it's not like they're going to stay home. Maybe they will. We can only hope. Uh, but he's talking about how many millions and millions of jobs the Biden uh, plan is going to create. And see, what Joe doesn't understand is the public sector doesn't create private sector jobs. The private sector creates private sector jobs, and you do that by deregulating business and lowering taxes so that businesses have the freedom to run their business, for one, and two, they have the resources, the financial capital to hire people and expand their businesses. That's that's economics 101. And Biden admitted tonight that, gov- that, uh, that corporations simply aren't paying their fair share. He wants to raise uh, the corporate income tax from 21% to 28% or something like that. Seven percentage points. But in actuality, that's a 33% increase. That's a lot. And it's going to hurt the private sector. The private sector is not going to expand. They're not going to hire more people. And they're going to start holding on to their capital. They're not going to spend. They're not going to put it back into the economy. We've seen it over and over and over again. When you, when you finally get a fiscal conservative in office and they start deregulating and cutting taxes and the economy takes off, then, for whatever stupid reason, we end up bringing in a high-taxation liberal who then comes in, raises taxes like crazy, the economy craps the bed, and then they'll blame it on the previous. They'll blame it on Trump. That's Trump's fault, even though he's no longer in office. They do it all the time. It's like, it, it's so such a circular pattern. It happens over and over and over again, and it just drives me out of my mind. I don't understand why this country, when things are going really, really well, why they have to change. Why do they let these Democrats pull at their heartstrings and play on their emotions? 
if people, if logical people voted, Republicans would never lose. But the minute we let all this emotion in and uh, we start talking about the social issues, you know, like Biden and all these people are going to die and Trump killed 200,000 people. That's such a uh, complete ignorance and it's such a lie. Yeah. I just got a text message from friends of ours. They, uh, and, and you know, I'm just quoting what they said, but they said, what a complete shit show. And, you know, no other way to describe uh, tonight's debate. What a complete disaster. Uh, well, there were very, uh, there were points where Wallace was extremely aggressive towards Trump, and it was clear that uh, he had become uh, Trump's adversary rather than Biden. And it was clear that Trump was debating Wallace. And at a point, and it was pretty, pretty early on uh, when Trump even called him out, he said, I guess I have to debate you instead of him. And we all saw it coming. I predicted that. I was listening uh, to uh, Rush today, and Rush, he didn't seem to agree that uh, that Trump was going to have to debate Wallace. I was kind of surprised by that. But uh, I, I've been saying this since Wallace was named the uh, the moderator. I knew that Wallace was going to debate Trump. So I'm getting some text messages here from some people. Let's take a look. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they were talking about the uh, the debate drinking game. You have to take a drink every time Biden says, listen, Obama, look, fundamental, by the way, and come on, man. And Trump with China, lowest record, tougher police and military. And, you know, that's a fundamental difference in this debate. If anything, if I caught anything out of it, it was in regards to the law and orders part. Because Trump is right. Biden is not about law and order. He knows it because he's counting on all of these uh, these protesters and rioters. Uh, all right, Parker Dean's in. He says, hey, John. Hey, Parker. How you doing, buddy? Did you watch the uh, debate, Parker? I'm curious to see uh, what your thoughts are if you if you put your... If you put your brain through it, I, I, it was a tough one, definitely a tough one. Uh, but uh, the law and order part, Biden is counting on uh, these people that are they they want to defund police departments, and he's counting on their votes, and that's why Trump said you won't even say law and order, and uh, Trump is right. So uh, that was one thing I took away from it. I think that you know if you are if you are concerned about uh, all these riots that are taking place and all this um, destruction and, and uh, pillaging that's going on in the cities around the, the country and you are concerned about law and order, then you have to go Trump. That's a no-brainer. No-brainer at all. Um, oh, on a side note, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Did you see this? Hillary Clinton started a podcast. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit on the show last night. Um, I was uh, really focused on some of the updates that are going on with ASU and uh, the Rayleigh Klein uh, situation down there. But uh, yeah, Hillary started a podcast and her very first episode is on her faith and how it, how important it has been through her journey through life. You have got to be kidding me. That's where she went. Parker Dean says, I did. I don't drink, so I struggled through it, but tonight definitely ensured my vote isn't going to Biden. Yeah, I agree, uh, Parker. I don't know. I, I assume uh, you were a Trump supporter before the the uh, debate, and I'm assuming you're still going to vote for Trump after the debate. I don't think uh, tonight's debate changed a lot of opinion with with too many people. Like I said, I don't know, I don't know if there was a single Republican, you know, or a Trump. No, I can't say Republican, a single Trump supporter who now supports Biden and vice versa. I don't see that. 
as, uh, as a possibility. But yeah, so going back to uh, Hillary Clinton, she went and her first podcast was about faith. You, you've, you've got to hear, I mean, you've got to hear this. Like uh, I'll play the little intro. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but even her intro is creepy because of her, her laughter. She sounds, she literally sounds like a Disney, like a, like a witch. Let's see. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Her podcast is, it's called uh, you and me both. Yeah. I wanted to puke when I heard it. Yeah. You and me both. Parker Dean says, I was not. I voted Gary Johnson in 16, and I'm voting for Joe Jorgensen, Libertarian Party candidate in 20. Okay. Uh, Parker, you know, um, and, and maybe I don't want to, you know, like be too critical here, but you know Joe Jorgensen's not going to win. Now, so I don't know if that's just a, um, a statement vote. You're like, you know, I'm sick of the two-party system, so I'm going to go Joe Jorgensen. Um or do you actually think he's got a shot at winning? All right, let's see. This is the um, the Hillary Clinton podcast. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton. We're living through pretty intense times, a pandemic, an economic free fall, a long overdue reckoning with racism and lots of uncertainty about the future of our democracy. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like we need some community. Hello. So good to see you. As they say down south, we're glad to be seen and not viewed. Some humanity. I want to lament, right? I need to lament, and I want to lament with others. Even some authenticity. I don't know how honest I, you uh, would like me to be if it's meant to be lighthearted, oh, but go I'm going to give you my deep, deep. Okay, so my honest, honest uh, answer is this. Join me for my new podcast, You and Me Both, where we tackle big subjects like faith, oh, leadership, your and ass. food in conversation with people I just love talking to. Like Samin Nosrat, author of one of my favorite cookbooks, or Tan France, who has lots to say about everything from... Okay, that's enough of that. She wants to talk about big things. She had to talk about her backside. But uh, yeah, it's just me. That's just me. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's her, her <laughs> podcast. Can you imagine listening to hours of that? Parker Dean says, I just agree with her stances, especially on individual liberties. I'm anti-authoritarian from either side of the political fence, and I truly believe that Joe is the best option. Okay. Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. I really don't know much about her, and I don't spend a whole lot of time on third-party candidates. One, very rarely do they ever make the debate stage they're not known nationally. I mean, um, and the likelihood of her even winning one state is probably not going to happen. Uh, but you know, you got to vote, you got to vote your, uh, your conscience. And, uh, I give, you know, I give you credit for doing that. Um, I just don't, I just don't spend a whole lot of time talking about, I should, I really should, I really should educate myself uh, about her. Look her, I'll just look up her website and check it out because I'll be honest with you. I am all about individual liberties. 1 million percent. And, uh, that's really what the, the country was founded on was freedom. I am so tired of politicians and just society mostly on the left that label people and want to put them into their little boxes, right? They want to put you in your, you're either upper middle class, lower middle class, middle, middle class. You're either part of the 1%, part of the, the 10%, part of the 5%, part of the low class, part of the very poor, part of the poverty. So they've got all kinds of class systems for you. And then they play one against the other, you know, uh, the rich people need to pay their fair share and the the rich people don't pay enough taxes and 
Oh, we got a caller calling in. Let's grab the phone. All right, you're on the John Smith Show. Who am I talking to? Oh, cool. Give me one second. Let me get you set up here. All right, Parker, you should be good to go, buddy. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, just to kind of reiterate what you were saying, um, like, I totally agree with, you know, what you just said, like, individual liberties are a must. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that Trump out of him and Biden are, is the better option. Um, I have friends who are going to be voting for Trump. I don't have any issues with them. Um, just personally for me, Joe Torgerson's stance on the second amendment, on, uh, taxation, on, uh, a, you know, a large federal government overall are just kind of just the best options. In my opinion, she wants a very small limited government. She wants to decriminalize, uh, uh, victimless crimes. So anything where, you know, like, uh, here in Arizona, it's, you know, you can't, if you don't have a medical card, you can't carry marijuana around. It's a federal offense mm -hmm. that would be de decriminalized. So just carrying that around wouldn't be an actual offense. It just kind of just be a slap on the wrist. So do you uh, think and, like, let me, let's, that's a good point because right now, did you know if you have a medical marijuana card that you've got to uh, basically sacrifice your CCW? Yes. And you, yes, you can't, can, yeah, you can't conceal carry and you cannot get a CCW. So you've basically forfeiting your right, your second amendment rights by, um, you know, you're putting your marijuana, your desire to smoke marijuana ahead of those rights. So you're saying that that should be eliminated. Yeah, I, I, I truly do. Uh, you know, marijuana is something that should be used, you know, kind of like alcohol used, you know, uh, you know, in consideration of others, it should be used limitedly, um, but it shouldn't, you know, electing to chew, to smoke something that has been medically proven to be beneficial to people who are sick shouldn't impede your other rights, like to conceal carry. Con you, know, you know, conceal carry shouldn't even, we shouldn't even apply for a permit to do that. That's protected by the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be armed. Everyone should be able to carry open, concealed. You know, the Second Amendment is the most important amendment. It protects every other liberty in the Bill of Rights and in the Constitution itself. It's, you know, and, and Joe Jorgensen's stance on the Second Amendment is really what has drawn me to her. Gotcha. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, the Second Amendment is vital, and that's why other, that's why it's there. That the founders knew that, right? They knew they needed uh, a, an armed populace to protect the Constitution because they they didn't trust the politicians to do it, and that's why they put that in there. And I agree. Now I will say this: um, you know, even with alcohol, you mentioned alcohol. Even with alcohol, you cannot carry a firearm if you're drinking, and you certainly can't go into a bar and drink in a bar with a firearm. So there are limits to your second amendment rights when it comes to alcohol as well. Correct. And, and that's something I think that should be looked into. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, someone who is impaired, either marijuana, alcohol, or any other substance isn't going to be in the best frame of mind to make decisions, especially if they're carrying a firearm, mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I completely agree that, you know, we sh that's something that should not be done. However, I don't think that you should be federally prosecuted and lose your Second Amendment right if you, you know, let's say you're out on the front porch, you're drinking, you know, cop breathalyzes you, you blow over the legal limit and you've got your firearm on you. Mm. At that point, you lose your legal right to carry your firearm. Yeah, I... I'm kind of, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you because, um, I don't think you should be, you should lose your right to carry a firearm unless you commit a crime. You know, it should be a, it can't be like a proactive law. In other words, it can't be. Yeah. It, does that, I, does, does it make sense? Yeah. I, no, it makes a hundred percent sense. I agree with that. You know, your fire, the ability to carry a firearm should not be taken away from you unless you are 
you know, you use it in a violent manner or if you use it in a way to impede the rights of others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're a felon and you've committed a felony, I don't care if it's, if you're a sexual predator um, or whatever your felony charge is, then you've sacrificed some rights. I, no problem with that, but it can't be prior to, you can't just assume, I forget what they, there's a, like a, um, there's a name for it and it's escaping my head right now, but they're trying to pass these laws. That's, you know, they're trying to predict whether you're a criminal or not, or you could potentially be one. And so, yes. Yeah. I, the, that makes me a little bit worried. Yeah. Uh, those, those types of laws, just cause you know, red flag your, law. Is that what it is? A red flag law, red flag laws. That's exactly it. Yeah. Those, yeah. those should not be a thing. Uh, and, and Joe Jorgensen has come out repeatedly and said that, no, that red flag laws are unconstitutional. No state should have them. Any state that passes them is violating the Constitution. Uh, you know, like they're just they're just bad news. Any you know, if you know, say my neighbor, you know, sees me, you know, walking my dog, and I pull on his, you know, his uh, his leash a little bit too hard, and they think that I'm suddenly violent, I could lose my right to carry my firearm and protect my my wife and my family. And that's just, it's not okay in my book. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, I think you and I agree on there. And I don't think, um, to kind of, to bring it back to Trump, I don't think Trump would be in support of red flag laws. And I don't think he would, I don't, I think he's a pretty solid second amendment guy. Maybe, uh, you know, prove me wrong on that. I, I don't know where I I would need to to look it up, but I have seen him make statements on being okay with certain red flag laws. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent certain on that. I would need to to circle back with you on that and find find that information and get it to you. But uh, yeah, because here's one yeah. one of Trump's weaknesses or faults, if you will, is sometimes he says things before he's th- he thinks them through. Right. So yeah. if he's caught off guard in an interview and someone says, Hey, you know, what about red flag logs? You know, and, and they'll present it in a way that makes it sound good. And if he hasn't really had time to, to, you know, do his research or think about it or, you know, talk about it, sometimes he'll say things and, uh, almost regret it. You know what, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's kind yeah. of one of his weaknesses where I think if he was to kind of say, you know what, I don't know about it. I'll give you my answer. I'll, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go, we're going to go talk about this and then I'll give you an answer next week. And then he'll come yeah. out and then he would come out with, I think he would come out with a stance and say, you know what, I've looked into it and red flag laws are bad news. So I don't favor, you know, but sometimes he says, well, you know, I'll think about it. You know, I've looked at it I, and he doesn't, you know, he, he, he talks before he thinks sometimes. Can completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if I could advise him. That's one thing I'd say, you know, Mr. President, you know, you don't yeah, have to answer every question. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the one thing about Trump. I'd probably want to change too, is just he, his, sometimes his brain comes out of his mouth before anything else does. He just needs <laughs> to take some time, think about what he's going to say. And say, you know what? I don't know. I'm, not too sure about that. I might need to get back to you on that. Completely yeah. agree with that. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and for whatever reason, he feels like he's got to answer every question. And it's like, man, don't, you know, yeah. just like, you know, don't back yourself in a corner. So then you, because man, he doesn't have to give media any more ammunition. And that's man. Exactly. I'll tell you what, he, he just, sometimes he does that and, you know, maybe all too often. So. But, uh, yeah, so overall, the debate, how do you think it went? Um, I think it definitely, the, I think the, the point is definitely going to be in, in Trump's favor. Um, just he, I mean, it was an ugly debate anyway, you slice it. But I think <laughs> overall, Trump conducted himself a little bit more, uh, just more speaking to the, to the American people. Um, and that's, you know, what has gotten him elected in the first place is he, he just resonates with the American people so well, mm-hmm. while Biden, you know, he's been in office for 47 years. He just, he just seems so out of it and just disconnected from reality, really. Uh, you know, it's just, 
Yeah, you you say that. I actually tweeted that uh, during the debates. I was like, uh, Trump has got to keep hammering this 47-year talking point. Because let's face it, what is he? What has Biden accomplished in the 47 years that he's been in government? Nothing. No one looks at Biden and says, yes, Biden is responsible for this great legislation or this de-escalation of war or whatever. You know, he's done really nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. All right. Well, I actually got to bail. I got to get some uh, dessert for my wife. She just got out of class. But uh, oh, it's good talking to you, John. You're a good husband. Oh, I try. She's uh, <laughs> she's finishing up nursing school, so I'm. Oh wow! Doing what we can to kudos to her, man. To That's a full time job, right? Nursing school. It is. It is. All right. Well, God bless her. Thanks, Parker. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Absolutely. Tell Logan I say hey. I will do that for sure. I think he's here. Actually, I think he's out in the living room. I don't know. Oh, all right. Well, cool. I'll tell I'll, him. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Parker. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was Parker Dean. Parker Dean's a regular viewer of the John Smith show, and I appreciate him calling in and uh, very well thought out, um, well said points he made. So uh, very, very good. And uh, we definitely need more nurses. So good for Mrs. Dean. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's the debate. But I, I got to tell you, and I'm going to segue into my next uh, sponsor. But I think this debate would fit very comfortably inside a Ranger Rob poopy bag. I'm going to let him tell you all about his product. Give me one second. Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, you're watching The John Smith Show on Say What You Will Radio. If you want to be a caller, feel free to call in at 602-475-2000. Or you can certainly... Take advantage of the live chat. Ranger Rob himself made an appearance tonight on the John Smith show. He just put in the uh, the chat room, laugh out loud. You got it, Ranger Rob. You make the very best product. And uh, like I said, the debate would fit well in a Ranger Rob poopy bag. For sure. That's where it belongs. So uh, anyway, um, Ranger Rob, he is actually the uh, owner and operator of Good Talk Radio. He puts our podcast uh, simulcasts it on Good Talk Radio Monday nights at 7 p.m. So thank you, sir. And thanks for showing up. We appreciate that. Uh, Ranger Rob, I don't know if you're still uh, on, but I don't know. Did you watch the debate? If you did, uh, I'm curious to know what you thought of it. What a rat race. Uh, what else do we got in the news? I really, I didn't really come prepared um, for today's show. I wasn't sure if I was going to do a show or not um, because of the debates, because I actually have a full-time job Monday through Friday, and uh, it can take me up until 5 o'clock or sometimes later. And then I have to somewhere, you know, put dinner in, uh, in my belly. He says, always love your show. You bet, Ranger Rob. Uh, I really appreciate that, my friend. But uh, yeah, so I got to eat dinner. So after I get done at five, then I, I've got to eat dinner. And I, I always want to make sure that I feed my my wife and my, my daughter as well. Uh, and that takes a while. And then I got to do the prep for my show. And I got to put everything together. I got to download, you know, sound clips. And I got to make sure I find the news and the articles that I want to talk about. And I got to, you know, it's a whole production so it takes some time. So as soon as work was over, 
Uh, today, I started, you know, of course, making dinner. Ranger Rob says, yes, I did like how Trump forced Biden to face questions we all want to know about. You know, I agree with that. That's a very astute point, Rob, because, you know, bringing up things that uh, the, the media typically won't ask Biden, right? They're, they're always throwing softballs at Biden. So when Trump's on stage, he's not going to let that happen. Even no matter how much Chris Wallace is going to try to protect uh, Biden, Trump is still going to get those questions out there. You know, I think asking about his son and $3.5 million from Russia, I think that's kind of important. I think getting paid $180,000 a year from uh, a a Ukraine, you know, gas company, kind of important. Uh, BJJ says, uh, I think this was a mess, but Biden won. Okay. BJJ, give me a... Give me a call, man. Let's talk about it. I'm very curious to hear your point of view. And uh, the number is 602-475-2000 if you want to call in. So I agree it was a definite mess. I don't know if Biden won. In fact, I don't know if anybody won, to be honest with you. Um, I think if, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough call. And I'm just being honest, you know, um, Ranger Rob says, hopefully Trump will learn to let Biden speak more. Agreed a thousand percent. That's more damaging than talking over him. I, man, that's a point that I was hammering, you know, at the beginning of the show. Let Biden speak because the more sentences he puts together, uh, the more likely it's going to start not making sense because he has a tough time putting like multiple thoughts together to, you know, to, to make a paragraph, if you will. So I agree. I think, uh, I think Trump's got to let him talk more, not interrupt and just let him do his thing. You know, I mean, Trump's the president. He just, just let him do his thing. All right. So, uh, BJ, uh, BJJ, that is, um, expand, uh, about Biden one. What, what is it that makes you, uh, feel that way that Biden won? I'm just very, very curious. I'd like to like to pick your brain on that. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick on you or ask you any, uh, you know, uh, it's say what you will radio. That's what we do. Uh, I respect everybody's opinion and, uh, you know, I don't always agree and you're not going to agree with me on everything either. So it's just the way the world works. But at the end of the day, we can walk away and, uh, you know, um, we can agree to disagree without, you know, throwing a Molotov cocktail through our car window or something. Um, yeah. And that kind of what I was talking about earlier too, the whole, uh, law and order thing. I think, uh, I think Trump did a good job hammering that home. And I think Biden did look a little bit weak on his response. You know, his response is very, um, orchestrated, very, very, um, written out, very planned ahead. It's not something that I don't think he feels real comfortable walking away from those talking points and thinking on his own in that regard, because he's got to be very careful not to upset the left. And Trump was right. He kept hammering that home. He said, you, you know, you're going to lose the left if you come out in favor of law and order because they want the cops defunded. They want police defunded, right? Even Alyssa Milano, our favorite Hollywood stooge called for a 95% in police defunding in LA County. Yeah. Until she thought there was a gunman outside of her house. And then, man, she dialed 911 faster than, you know, yeah. Faster than they canceled Who's the Boss. That's how fast it was. But uh, anyway. Yeah, so what else? Oh, I got I, I to gotta talk real quick about Grayfeather Farm, too. Um, you know, if... Um, you live in Arizona or if you live in a dry climate and let's face it right now with winter coming in, it's going to get dry just about anywhere. You're going to want to get yourself a good lip balm. And I'm not talking about something that you can just buy in the grocery store. That's made out of, you know, uh, man-made chemicals. I'm talking about an all natural product that you can purchase from gray feather farm. Jennifer sent this out to me. She sent me some samples 
And uh, when we agreed uh, that, you know, her business would be a good sponsorship for the show, she sent me out some, some samples. And let me tell you the, I can't say enough about the lip balm. In fact, I'm going to put a little bit on right here, live on the show. Look at that. Oh yeah. That's a home run, man. I use it twice a day. I put it on after I eat my breakfast in the morning and then before I go to bed. It's excellent stuff. Check out Gray Feather Farm. Check out their Etsy page. So go to etsy.com slash shop slash Gray Feather Farm. You can find all their products there. And uh, they're very affordable. They're all natural skincare products. And they'll get shipped to you in just two to three days anywhere in the country. Fantastic stuff. So check them out. Anyway, uh, back to the show. What do we got? 846. So we got a few minutes left. Um, what else is going on in the world? Anything? Let's uh, let's just bring up. I should have been a little bit more uh, prepared. But to be honest with you, uh, again, like I was saying, like I was making excuses for myself. Uh, the headline on uh, the Drudge Report says chaos reigns in hell debate. CBS poll, Biden tops Trump 48% to 41%. Seven in 10 Americans were annoyed watching the debate. Wolf Blitzer says, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last one. Insult the circus workers, say the circus workers. I guess uh, that's Drudge trying to be funny there. Uh, under this president, we've become weaker, sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. Trump tells Proud Boys to stand back and stand by. I didn't hear that. Hmm, that's weird. Uh, Chris Wallace definitely lost control. According to uh, Drudge, I think he's got one headline right. Yeah, it was definitely a circus. And uh, Biden telling the president to shut up, man. Wow. Pretty, um, pretty interesting evening to say the least. Oh, tomorrow night, I actually have more information on, uh, the Rayleigh Klein situation down at ASU. Uh, I actually, I've been able to get my hands on some, uh, an internal board meeting that took place after the Dean removed Rayleigh from the, the position as station manager. Although, the dean is sending out emails and statements saying that she had nothing to do with the removal and, in fact, Rayleigh hasn't been removed as station manager. I have that. I actually put it on my uh, Twitter account. You can follow me at RealJohnSmithAZ. But uh, so what's going on in the board meeting is in total contradiction to what Gilger, she's the the. Uh, interim dean over there at the Walter Cronkite School of Business. Yeah, it's in total contradiction to what she's sending out to the media because I requested a statement and I got the statement. And I also got uh, actual live audio from the board meeting. So, hmm, that's interesting. So the board meeting goes against what Gilger's saying, Dean Gilger. Uh, Rayleigh herself is saying the opposite of what Gilger's saying. Uh, Vaughn Jones, who sits on the board, he's saying the opposite of what Gilger is saying. And on top of that, I have a copy of an email, a screenshot of an email that was sent from Dean Gilger to Rayleigh Klein stating that she had been removed from her position. Again, the only person, the only authority that has the right to remove a sitting manager of the Blaze Radio is the dean herself. So she can blame the board and say that the board did it. The board doesn't have the authority. And she's also telling the media that she actually, that Rayleigh hasn't been removed. In other words, she's still employed as the manager of the station. Hmm. That's kind of odd. I think uh, Dean Gilger has got some splaining to do. 
because nothing is adding up. So I think what she's trying to do, she's just trying to avoid uh, any responsibility. I think she made a decision and she approved Rayleigh's termination or removal or whatever you want to call it. She approved it verbally, maybe. But she definitely gave the board the uh, impression that Rayleigh was no longer the station manager. I don't know. But I think she's got to, uh, you know, she's trying to, a little CYA, she's trying to cover her own backside and uh, still get things done, still get Rayleigh removed, but then not take any responsibility for it, which is a shame because she ought to just stand up and say, hey, I made a decision. Let's move on. What You can't question her authority. I mean, you can say it was unjust and it was wrong and it shouldn't have happened. And then Rayleigh can take it up, you know, uh, legally if she wants to, because this will impact the rest of her life. But at least, you know, you know, buck up and just say, hey, at least it'll get the media off her back. Say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I made the call. She's out of there. She lost the ability to lead her crew. So I pulled the plug. Any other questions? See? Instead of this, well, you know, I sort of, but the board did this and, and, and well, you know, she's still employed and, you know, that, no, you're just going to just keep bringing a barrage of questions at you because, you know, I want answers. And uh, as a influential member of the media, <laughs> I almost, uh, I almost said that without laughing. Uh, I deserve answers. And so do the people uh, at the students at ASU, as well as her family members and uh, anyone that listened to her station. I think they all deserve to know what's going on. All right. That's about it. I mean, it's about eight minutes till the top of the hour. And going uh, coming in completely unprepared, I think I did a phenomenal job. Anyway, I appreciate everybody listening. I really appreciate uh, Parker Dean calling in, uh, Ranger Rob and uh, BJJ for uh, commenting in the commenting section. Thank you guys for participating in the show. Um, Tomorrow night, I will have the live audio, as I mentioned, of that board meeting. I will show you a screenshot of the email that uh, Ms. Klein did receive from Dean Gilger. And uh, then we'll get into some of the news and maybe I'll even play some sound clips from tonight's debate, but I don't even know if that's even what we want to do, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I think hearing it once, it's like, it's like Hillary's podcast, you know, you hear it once, you don't got to hear it again. Thanks for listening, guys. God bless until tomorrow night. Ranger Rob says, have a great evening. You do the same, my friend. Go feed those chickens, Rob. Don't forget the chickens. (laughs) Until tomorrow night, God bless. Take care.